Welcome to Dear Friends and Dead Ends Podcast. My name is Ashley. My name is Cody. Cases may contain graphic material as well as explicit language. Intro music. Welcome to the Hell Zone by Spooky Black Vague 003 Remix. We're back, baby. This is like Look at us go. This is what, like the third episode in a row? Yes. Look at Check look us at out. look at what a consistent release schedule. This is episode thirty seven of Dear Friends and Dead Ends Podcast. Look at you, you did such a great job. Yes. Yes I did. That sounded facetious, but I was I was being serious. You know what's weird is you fucked me up. Because my beard looks so goddamn crooked on this camera, but in person uh-huh. it doesn't. And I don't, yeah. I don't know if it's like the light coming through my beard from here is oh. like, I don't know. But last night I was like staring in the mirror and I was like, what is happening? And it's fine. I didn't say anything was wrong. I didn't say anything was wrong with it. Didn't you, you literally pointed out that like one side was lower than the other. I literally said it looked like a straight line and then you were like, wait a minute. No, it doesn't. Oh, did I do that? Yeah. Self-sabotage. Well, I apologize that I upset myself and then blamed you for it. (laughs) I mean, that's right on brand, but uh, I do appreciate your, you know. Yep. Oh, did you see my shirt? I didn't. Hold on. Let me let me come back to the thing. Oh. It's a beautiful day to stay home with my cats. And get paid for it. I'm pretty sure, because uh, Sarah's sister apparently bought us this, I'm pretty sure it's like one of the like fat women t-shirts <laughs> from Walmart, <laughs> because it's that like real like flowy, like, and it has like the v-neck and everything, so I'm pretty sure I'm wearing like overweight Walmart lady clothes, but... Yeah, which there's nothing wrong with that, with that clothing, first of all. Second, you also have a house dress. Yeah, yeah, that thing is the best. It's getting towards the time of year where I can start wearing it. And he has no shame, so... Yeah, I we've... Which he shouldn't, which he shouldn't have shame about. What? No, I've been talking, I've been talking about the fucking, like, Ebenezer getup. He's perfect the way he is. To sleep in forever. Because, like, the gown just always looks so comfortable. And it fucking is. It, yeah, it is. It's very nice. If I, if I don't wear underwear um, under it, it kind of can be a problem. Because then just, like, my bare ass is on the couch. Okay. Other than that, it's great. I mean, it's your couch, so. Yep. It's only a problem if you have people over. Uh, yeah, that's fair. But I wear my house dress in front of people, too, so whatever so bare cheeks have touched the inside of that possibly the outside we don't know what he does yep if if i own a piece of clothing you can you can pretty much assume that my my bare cheeks have touched it every inch of it yep doesn't matter if it's a hat doesn't matter if it's a sock (laughs) it's it's how i make sure people know they're mine oh my god some people lick things. Cody likes to rub his cheeks on them. Yep. Not the people, the things. I mean, whatever. <laughs> For the record, shut up. 
Episode 36. What? 36? Jesus. 36. 30. <laughs> it was 36. 36 was so thick, it made my banana stand. You're welcome. Ew. You're welcome. What the fuck? That was not the reaction I thought you were going to have. Because I was carrying on the jokes Ooh. from base. It was yesterday that we recorded that. But for you guys, it's a week apart. Uh-huh. I'm just going to fucking delete it now. Why? No, please <laughs> keep so that annoyed. in. So thick it made my banana stand. Fine, I'll leave that in. It's just making me laugh that I can see that on the computer. I get very distracted. Cody just wants to make Papa John. No, man, fuck Papa John. His banana stand. I hate him. I do. Do you want his pizza bowl? No, it made me dry heave. On your and bare cheeks. And he's a racist. Ew, no. I mean, yeah, we, we don't like racism. We're not about it. I, I don't, I don't want to eat Papa John's. Oh, you don't and, eat Papa John's? And I would go so far as to say I, w- I would not even sit in Papa John's. My little tush deserves better. Only the finest linen and cotton. I want an Uno's deep dish so I can really get down in it. With your cheeks. With my cheeks. That's gross. I no longer want pizza. Thank you. I, I oddly enough, am kind of hungry for pizza now. <laughs> I don't know what I expected when I rebooted this, but... Mm, I didn't eat dinner. Me either, actually. I just have a Wawa smoothie. Oh, oh those things are so goddamn good. Mm-hmm. Which one? Um, I think it's just the strawberry. Oh, yeah. This, I either get... I think... Isn't there like a peach mango one? There might be a... They might have had one, but that one's really good. The uh, the blueberry one's really good, too. Yeah, no, I, I was going crazy on those. There's like a blueberry, maybe like acai flavor or some shit. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I could be just me. I just know I had some, uh, some what's the word? What are they called? Slushies? Smoothie. Smoothie. <laughs> um, at Wawa, and I like them. They, um... Yeah, I really only drink the strawberry or the strawberry banana. I don't really do the other ones. But I also don't like mango, so. Um, do you want to wait for the headline and do it, like, in between the cases? What do you want to do? Do you want to do it in between the cheeks? What? Hmm. In between the cheeks is always the coziest. <laughs> yep. We'll wait. Okay, cool. Because you, you's going first, homeboy. It's me. All right, um, let's get serious. August 10th, 1985. Stephen Hawk, fuck me. All right, so let's get serious. August 10th, 1985. Stephen Harkins and his girlfriend, Ruth Cooper. Shut up, okay? I'm trying to, I'm trying to do things here. Stephen Hawking, but you I don't know. I, fuck crap. I don't know, man. What is wrong with me? All right, all right, all right, Um, right. It's been a long day. Okay. Steve Harkins Mm. and his girlfriend, Ruth Cooper, left their home in Tacoma, Washington to head to Tule Lake. It's T-U-L-E. So Tule, Tule. I don't know. If anybody Um, knows, please correct us. The 27-year-old and his 42-year-old lady friend... We're going to camp the weekend. Yep, 15-year age difference. 
All right. I had to do that math earlier because I wanted to have it on hand because I didn't want to be like, ooh, ooh, ooh. So they were going to camp the weekend near Tule Lake. Unfortunately, on Monday, they didn't show up to the school that they both worked at. Oh, boy. Word of this, which this is this part's kind of weird to me. So word of this made it back to their families, and the families reported them missing. So you're like, they didn't. They were teach like they worked at a school. I don't know if they were teachers, right. but they worked at a school. You don't show up for your job. I guess it makes sense, like if they call your, you know, um, I don't want to say next of kin, but like right. your emergency contact. Um, so maybe that's how it happened. But it was just strange to me that the school didn't report them. It ended up being their family after they didn't show didn't up. Didn't have work. to be. I thought it used to like have to be a family member, like way back when. Oh, that might also be true, and I just was unaware. That's my best guess. What a fantastic guess. So, they were reported missing, and then August 14th, 10 days, or nope, four days after they had left for their camping trip, um, some hikers were actually passing through the remote campsite that they had chosen. They saw Harkins in his sleeping bag on the ground with no one else around. And they went over to see if he was okay. And he had been shot in the head and the torso. They suspect that he was likely sleeping when he was shot because he was still in the goddamn sleeping bag. I mean, if you're going to go out. Right? There was no, like, there was no, like, panicking to get out of the sleeping bag. It was just, like, laying on the fucking ground. I'm sorry, um, what was that movement? What, what, what do you do? That's how I get out of a sleeping bag. I look like I'm... <laughs> Trying to run real fast. Um, or trying to do karate. Don't you love how this is a audio medium and I continuously act out things? Because I am an idiot. Or you just have ADHD. Hey, maybe. Uh, so yeah, so Harkins was essentially double tapped. One to the head, one to the torso, make sure that they're dead. They reported the findings to the police. Police and searchers came to help investigate. And not far away, they actually found that the couple's dog had also been shot and killed. No. So. I'm going to riot. I mean, okay. It's whatever. Um, it's for a dog. That's Unacceptable. Fair. So, August 14th is when he, he was found. They went out. They found the dog the same day. October 26th of the same year. And at the dead end, huh? Huh? But it actually was. It was actually at a dead end. It's part of our. It's part of the, the name of our podcast, Ashley, which is why I was trying to ham it up, and you were just fucking ignoring me. So that's fine. It's not on my fucking car or anything. At, <laughs> so at the dead end of eight 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 Avenue South. Yeah, 8th Avenue South, a skull was found. Oh, boy. So just at the very end of this goddamn road, they just find a skull, right? This location is about a mile and a half from where Stephen was found slain. Was there a production of Hamlet going on? This is very important. Or is it Macbeth? Fuck. The skull was examined and determined to be the head of Ruth. The, the older 
uh, girlfriend. But how long after this? Uh, they were originally found on August 14th, and this was October 26th. She's, it's, it's a skull already, or is this like a head? Like, is there a I flesh? mean, that's two, two months later, right? I don't know. Yeah, August is eight, October is ten. Right, but like, it's decomposed that quickly? That's my question. Is this Northern California, Southern California? I mean... Washington. This is, it's Tacoma, (laughs) Washington, like I had said earlier. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, So, so I, I believe uh, because that area, you know, gets more rain and stuff like that, things are a little bit Mm, more quick to decompose. I believe. Um, So they find this skull. And <laughs> this part's wild to me. So they find the fucking skull. They take it back. They examine it. They find that it does, in fact, belong to Ruth. They went back to the crime scene two days later. And less than 50 feet from where the skull was found, they found her body and her purse. So, like... I mean, obviously, it could be in the woods or something, but it's just wild to me that, like, you run across a head and you don't, like, maybe take a quick fucking sweep to see if the body's around. Also, can can you imagine, like, you find a head, right? You take it back to your lab because you're the coroner or the autopsy guy or whatever the fuck it is, and you do all, you do all this testing and figure out, okay, this is is in fact Ruth the woman who is missing and then two days later they just find her fucking wallet in her purse like 50 feet from where she was and you wouldn't have had to do that shit I mean you probably still do but like you could have just looked at the driver's license I would be I'd be like oh that's annoying I did all those tests for nothing you could have just looked at her purse anyway to verify it's actually her I'd still be mad about it whatever according to this very vague coroner who performed the autopsy, Ruth had died of homicidal violence. What? That's a stretch. Which, that really feels like the absolute minimum conclusion you can come to when you're dealing with a fucking murder victim. It was homicidal violence. Correct. Yes, it was homicidal violence because that's murder. But, like, she's partially decomposed or maybe she's completely skeletal. Like, it makes it so much harder to determine (laughs) what homicidal... It does, but then, like, a couple days later, one of the spokesperson was like, no, it was, like, yes, it was homicidal violence, but it was a gunshot. She was shot in the abdomen. I don't know why he didn't just say that. Maybe they didn't want to announce it yet. I don't know. Okay. So, unfortunately, Stephen Harkins and his older girlfriend, Ruth Cooper, I don't know why I keep pointing out that she's older. I apologize. Had been killed. Stephen Hawking, however, was okay at that time. He was alive for a number of years more, mm-hmm. and then he rolled right on through those pearly gates. <laughs> 
I don't know if I'm keeping it in or not. <laughs> really. I, I mean, whatever. I think he would. He's laughing in his robot voice. Okay, we're done. Okay. Ha ha ha. God, we're going to hell. Ha ha ha. So, December twelfth of that same year, nineteen eighty-five, Mike Reimer and his girlfriend Diana Robin Robertson. Diana Ross. I just can't. <laughs> Diana Ross. Um, left their, uh, home in the same area, Tacoma, uh, to go and camp in Pierce County. So this is the same county that the previous couple was camping in, but it was not the same exact location. It was another place nearby. Okay. It's Washington. There's a lot of places to camp. (laughs) The... Big difference between these two couples, other than the location, was that this couple also brought along their two-year-old daughter, Crystal Louise Robertson. Mm -hmm. So they are going, they are also deciding to go camping. Um, Now, Mike. Is the child okay? Stay tuned to find out. All right, continue. Mike was a 35-year-old fur trapper. Is that like a euphemism? Hey. Christ. I, I, I was hoping you would make a joke like that. I really was. <laughs> um, to me. Okay. He had, so he was a 35-year-old fur trapper. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Please continue. I think I wrote that down wrong actually he was 36 he was a 36 year old fur trapper i thought you're gonna be like no 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 no, no. he wasn't a fur trapper my bad my bad he had planned to take his 21 year old girlfriend and their two-year-old daughter so that's another fucking 15 year age gap 36 to 21 what yeah i don't know the 80s were a different time no 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 judgment on them i'm talking about like the fact that both okay anyway please continue i mm-mm. there's 15 years in both of these cases uh f- 15 years between the couples like 15 year age difference between the couples mm-hmm. yeah i don't know so he was actually taking them to camp pretty close to where he would set his traps so he was familiar with the area they go out there you camp and then you know right before they leave for the like head home for the weekend he can run around check his traps real quick so he (laughs) um so on the evening of december 12th the same day that they had left to go camping shoppers and associates alike had a very strange surprise at the kmart that was 30 miles north of where they went camping oh rest in peace kmart Man, Kmart is shithole. Um, a shopper mm. found a little girl wandering by herself close to Ooh. the entrance of the store. Okay. It was the two-year-old Crystal. Thank God. So she is she is thirty miles away from the campsite outside of Kmart by herself. This again, this was the eighties. So 
the authorities came and immediately put Crystal in foster care. Just immediately put her in a foster home. Uh, Didn't know, like, there. she's just, it's the 1980s, I mean, like, they... Internet, so you just yeah they they don't they don't know who this child belongs to. There's no real way to like identify them like that quickly. So they put her in foster care. You yeah put them on the news. You put up a flyer, um, some Polaroids in a bucket, and hope for the best. I mean yeah basically, mm-hmm. um, and actually it's funny that you say that because Crystal uh, was placed in foster care, but just two days later her grandmother regained custody of her because she saw her on the news so um the grandmother on her mother's side was watching the news and saw this picture of crystal and was like what do you mean this little girl was found at kmart contacts the authorities and gets uh gets custody of the little girl good 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 okay so once the authorities realize that this little girl is not the only person that's missing because they assumed, you know, maybe she had wandered off, maybe, you know, mm-hmm. who knows what had happened. She's just outside of a department store. But now they know, no, actually, she's connected to my daughter and her other half, and they're missing as well. So the authorities attempt to question this two-year-old girl. Mm, yeah. And being that she was incredibly shy, she's two, so it's not like she has a crazy vocabulary anyway, and she's fucking traumatized. A little bit. They could get no information out of this little girl. Shocking. Right, I know. It's crazy. She wasn't a great, you know, witness. What What is pretty fucking creepy, the only thing that anyone got out of the little girl was the grandmother, once she, like, finally regained custody of her and was, like, picking her up from wherever, um, it was noted that she asked the little girl, where's your mom? Where's your mother? Because that would be the grandmother's daughter. Right, right, right. Right? So she's basically like, where's my daughter? And the little girl simply answered, Mommy was in the trees. Mm. No. Which is haunting. I don't care for that. It's spooky. I mean, I, I, I love spooky stuff. But it is pretty fucking creepy that she was just like mommy was in the trees like i fuck yep yeah i don't know why i i the other thing is my the way my brain works is my brain wants to make everything like as as creepy as possible it just that's my natural default so i immediately pictured her just kind of like hovering among the trees like obviously that's not what the little girl meant right but like to me it's just like like her just like like all creepy in the trees i don't know why that's where my brain went but here we are police then thoroughly searched the area um looking for mike's red truck so now that they knew the little girl had gone missing they had at least an approximate area as to where they were camping trees right yes trees oh god 
I was sitting on my legs and now they're so asleep. Oh my god, both of us are adjusting at the same time. Yes. Uh, okay. My feet. Okay. Okay. Okay, 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 okay. Okay. Oh, much better. So okay. they um they actually did they actually did a thorough ground search as well as an aerial search okay. over the area, um, trying to find Mike's red truck. They couldn't find anything. Hmm. Then in February, um, February 18th of 1986, to be exact, uh, a bit over two months since the unsuccessful search, Diana's body was found half buried in six inches of snow just off of a trucking road. What? So, so creepily enough, she's like just on the side of the road. Someone's driving by, sees like someone like a, a body sticking out of the snow and reports it with that they came out they searched that area and they were trying to use like bloodhounds and stuff to try and like really track but there was six inches of snow it's just it's not possible for the right. for the dogs to really keep a scent in that sort of um situation and but eventually they actually were able to find the red truck. They found Mike's truck. When they found the truck, there was a lot of blood stains inside. And there was a note written on a manila folder <clears throat> that read, I love you, Diana. Uh... I know. Just kind of creepy. So Diana's mother claimed that the handwriting was of the boyfriend's, was Mike's. Okay. She said, I, I recognize that handwriting. That is Mike's handwriting. The autopsy, uh, even though the body you know, was damaged by the, the elements, uh, the autopsy did show that Diana had been stabbed 17 times. Mm. So... Due to Mike not being found, many assumed it was probably him. He killed Diana. I can't say I wouldn't think that is a possibility, but I wouldn't assume that. Well, I mean, a lot of times, unfortunately, m most people assume it's just the significant other. Hmm. Like, pretty immediately, that yeah. kind of is just the assumption. Um, and honestly, it wasn't necessarily out of the question. Just two months before they went on this camping trip, they actually, Mike had received a domestic assault charge in regards to an incident between him and Diana. Oh boy. With that in mind, everyone that they spoke to said that he was nothing but just a, a hardworking guy. He was fun-loving, um, and that had really... They were all surprised by that incident, yeah. but that had been their only incident that had ever happened. Okay, well... So, so they, they seemed to only have, like, a really happy relationship, and by, by December, by the time December came around, they had just completely made up. They had reconciled. They were back to the way they had been before. Um, but I mean, did Mike kill Diana, drop Crystal off at the store and go on the lamb? No. That is correct. In 2011, less than a mile from where Diana was 
Whoa, 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 whoa. That's many a year later. Yes, I'm not going to do that math. Um, like 25. Sure, good. Uh, in 2011, less than a mile from where Diana Robertson was found, um, they what? found... Yeah, less than a mile from where Diana had been found, they found... Again, they found a skull. <sighs> With that, in the same area, they found a body. And it was, in fact, confirmed to be Mike. Uh, they could not determine the cause of death but they are confident in ruling out a gunshot because I guess even though the bones were you know been in the elements for 25 years at this point it's still you'd still be able to see evidence of a gunshot and, most likely she had been stabbed right she had been stabbed correct I mean maybe you could find evidence of that on his body, but at the same time, you, there's no way to prove it when it's been that long. It could have been a number of things that caused that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. A, a gunshot has a pretty specific, um, you know, identifying features, I suppose, um, while like a stab wound may not. Mm -hmm. Even if it hits the bone, it could be something else. Now, why did I just cover both of these cases? Because so far, I've just listed four people that have been murdered. You're so great at counting. Bro, wait. Yeah, it was four, dick. Oh, you made me <laughs> second question myself. <laughs> no. All right. Why? It is because both of the females found that year, mm -hmm. or no, I guess a uh, year apart. Um, so both of the female victims were actually found with tube socks tied around their neck. So, they actually suspect that it's possible that there was a serial killer. And they were, like, I, I don't understand. And they were both in the same area. And there was... The 15 years. Right. Yeah, and then there was, there was another couple that the tube sock thing didn't pan out. But there was a lot of other similarities between the first case, Stephen Harkins and Ruth Cooper, and this other murder. So it's debated as to so there could be six, there could be more. But that is the gist of the unsolved murders in Mineral, Washington, commonly referred to as the Tube Sock Killings. Jesus, we get mineral here. Mineral. 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 Did I? Is that what I said? Mineraly. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna buy one of those fucking text-to-speech things so I don't have to say anything. I'm just gonna type all this shit out because I can't talk. <laughs> but everyone would miss your angelic voice. <laughs> Sure. Okay. Uh, yeah, but those, that's the those are the tube sock killings. God, of all the things that I thought were going to come out of your mouth in terms of like weird ties to different things, mm -hmm. the tube sock was not really on the list. And unfortunately, the tube socks were also tied around their necks. <laughs> that's not funny. I mean, it kind of was. 
a little bit. You're smiling. You can't hear it in your voice, but you are. Smiling because you're an idiot. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, everyone. Would you guys like a headline? Yes. Didn't like that shit at all. So, this is from July 13th of this year. This comes from Oxygen, and it's under the Weird Crime section. Headline reads, Oklahoma man allegedly killed fishing partner over Bigfoot fears. Okay? Ready for the subtitle? Or the whatever? Yes, please. Larry Sanders, 53, allegedly told investigators he murdered his friend Jimmy Knighton because his fishing partner summoned Bigfoot to come and kill him. Okay, well then it was self-defense. I mean, obviously. Where did this happen? Oklahoma. Is that a stand-your-ground state? You know, I don't know. Let me do some researching. Yeah, because we do hardcore investigations, Oklahoma. guys. The part that really gets me is that he summoned Bigfoot like you would, you know, a demon or Satan. No, what you he do summoned is um to summon a you send Cody into the woods. Yeah, to summon a <laughs> to summon a Bigfoot from all the Bigfoot watching, uh, like Bigfoot catching shows that my dad and oddly enough mike's dad watch um i know for a fact that bigfoots love jerky they loved canned cheese and they make this sound like i already hate you because i have to edit that yeah it was Looking, Dude, look, looking at my audio <laughs> levels, uh, might have went a little hard with the Bigfoot call. Uh, all right. So, uh, oh, did you find anything out about what? <laughs> about Oklahoma. Oh, I forgot. I started doing Bigfoot stuff. <laughs> yeah, apparently the two were noodling. Oh, you got to. Um, it looks like Oklahoma has some sort of stand-your-ground law. Is noodling the catfish thing that I think it is? Yeah, I don't know if it's specific, like, specifically catfish, but it's the one where you stick your hand, like, you stick your hand in the mud, and then a fucking fish bites you, and you jump out there, and you're just like, yip, 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 woo! That's gross. You've never been inside of a fish... (laughs) Oh. oh, I put myself inside of fishes all the time. Yeah, my bad. I even surprised myself with that question. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's, that's, that's a lot. <laughs> they were noodling in the river when a confrontation ensued. Sanders reported striking and strangling Knighton. Noodling, or the practice of hand fishing, which I think is actually worse yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. Hey, you guys go hand fishing? Like, that just sounds horrible. Yeah, but in all yeah. fairness, saying, like, me and my buddy Jim Bob were down in the creek noodling. 
That doesn't sound very good either. Sounds like they're making pasta. I'm down. <laughs> if you say canoodling, then I'd be like, mm. No, I'm telling you. But I'd be happy for it. Noodling sounds like more of a euphemism <laughs> than, <laughs> than, uh, what was the other? Oh, hand fishing. It is. Traditionally refers to luring and capturing catfish. Oh, it is for catfish. Okay. Traditionally. Gotcha. Trying to see if they have anything else. Apparently, yeah, he turned himself in. And unfortunately, there is not. Okay. Under questioning, however, Sanders allegedly rambled about Bigfoot, which is the best thing. They're trying to investigate a murder, and he is just like, let me tell you about my buddy Bigfoot. He's on his way here now. And you're just asking me these stupid fucking questions. He's going to be here any minute. He's going to come in them windows. <laughs> He's going to noodle you. My body is very vulnerable. My body, my choice. My body, my noodling. Oh. All right. <laughs> Yeah, apparently he was under the influence of something, if you can imagine. Oh, shit, no that. way. Now that I did not expect. Mm, yeah, right. All right, so that is that, apparently. There really isn't more to that, but that headline is fucking hilarious. And I suppose it is my turn. It is. All right, so my case actually takes place in Idaho Falls, Idaho. What did I just say? You said Idawa. <laughs> it is not going well for us today, is it? Idawa. <laughs> oh, okay. Did you see Bigfoot in Idawa? <laughs> it sounds like one of the Eds in Ed, Ed, and Eddie. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Okay. Okay. Idaho Falls. Idaho. I almost did it again. Okay. <laughs> so this is the disappearance of Amber Chanel Hoops. It's H-O-O-P-E-S. I believe that is correct. Um, if I am wrong, I do apologize. So, what? <laughs> it could be Hoops. I don't oh. know. <laughs> I thought you were saying, I'm not sure if that spelling is correct. Whatever. <laughs> no, I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. <laughs> I mean, it's very questionable, so, you know. If you don't believe me, that's fine. So, she was born in 1980. She was only 20 years old at the time that she vanished. And we are also coming off a very tragic time in American history because it is September 14th of 2001. We just had a really major event happen, and Cody, if you ask what that event is, I swear to God. I was not going to. Okay, because that's something you would do. Yes, you were. Okay, he's nodding. He was. So, Amber lived with her grandmother and grandfather. They resided on East Lincoln Road in the city of Idaho Falls. It was around 10 in the evening, and she spoke to her sister on the phone, as she did quite often. Why are you looking at me like 10 that? in the evening? That's late. Okay, like what time do you go to bed? I don't know. When I go to bed, it's normally around midnight. If I go to bed. I don't know why you said it like that. 
If you go to yeah, bed? sometimes I don't. Oh, God, I've never been more concerned for you. Okay. Her grandparents said goodnight around like 1030. They went to bed. Amber was in her bedroom. I believe she was still on the phone with her sister. And Kathleen, her grandmother, in the middle of the night gets up. I don't know if this is instinct. I don't know if she just had to pee. I don't know. So it's about 1 a.m. at this time. The uh, TV is on in Amber's room. The lights are on. Amber is nowhere to be found. Mm. So that's concerning already. You know, it's 1 a.m. She should be asleep, but everything's on, but no one's there, which is like talking to Cody. So Hey, what's up? So there is a door in the back of the house. It's unlocked, um, which reminds me of that case in uh, New Hampshire. It was the second episode we did. Do you know what I'm talking yep. about? Okay. Where it's unlocked, it's not necessarily open, or that case, it might have been open, I don't remember for sure. But it's just, something's off, something's not right. So, she wakes her husband, Norris, spelled with one R, in case anybody was wondering. Oh, God. I do these notes when I'm drunk sometimes, and I wrote, I <laughs> wrote one R, like a badass. <clears throat> so, they go searching for Amber, obviously. With no luck, they don't find her anywhere on their property. And I'm going to explain a little bit more about their property in a second. Okay. But they end up calling the police to try and find her. Next to their home is Burgeoner's Classic Truck and Auto Body Shop. This... What? I don't know. Whenever I hear... Um... <clears throat> When I, uh, it always, like, it's not the same thing, but it makes me think of, like, the auto yard in uh, Making a Murderer. I've seen it. I just... it's. It, I mean, like, it's just, it's, I, whenever it's, like, a, a truck place where they get fixed, which is, you know, you can tell I know a lot about cars <laughs> because I called it the truck place where they get fixed. I don't know. Those are just creepy to me. There's many a horror movie that has involved places like that, I think. And also, some of those places are more so on the outskirts in the movies, too. So it already has a creepy vibe to it because you feel very alone. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't like it. So that classic truck auto body shop is their business, and it's right next to their home. Oh, it's their business. Correct. Oh, never mind. Much less creepy now. I could have waited 10 seconds. <laughs> that's okay and then um the computer in that shop is one that amber would use to email her friends i'm guessing they obviously didn't have one in the house they did confirm that amber used that computer that night okay the monitor was still on but there's almost no trace of her hmm so you know, we know she was in her room, and now we know she also went to the computer. We know so she's we terrible have... at turning things off. <clears throat> TV's on. <sighs> door's unlocked. Computer's on. Yeah, Cody, did you turn off the door? Uh, okay, that one didn't fit. <laughs> Whatever. There's two things. Alright, two out of three. And then, um, so, also they find out that something else is missing. There is a truck belonging to the auto body shop that has disappeared. Mm. So she's missing. A truck is missing. So at first you're like, okay, she's just being stupid, being kind of rebellious. She's doing something she's not supposed to do. She stole one of the trucks. Joyride. Right. Potentially. That's what you're thinking. Or 
that could have happened. It is what I'm thinking, yes. Okay, thank you. So when found, it turned up in a parking lot that was not too far from their home and their property. The keys were left inside. Once again, there is no trace of anything, no evidence whatsoever. Does it say what kind of truck? The keys are in there. It doesn't. I just want to know if it's the tow truck. I'm just curious. You know what? That's a good question. I don't think... You know what? Oh, actually, there is a picture of it. I don't think it's a tow truck. I mean, and I don't think it affects the story at all. It's just that's how my brain works, and I can't stop thinking about it. The picture that I saw on the Charlie Project, I'm pretty sure was not a tow truck. Just like a regular truck. But it might have had, like... What do you call it? I know it's not not a cap, but what is when it has, like, the... um, that's covering the truck bed. What is that called? Oh, yeah. Like the, uh, it's just like the bed cover. Thank you. Okay, sure. And then um, they haven't connected the truck being, you know, stolen or missing and then found. They haven't connected that directly to her disappearance. They've never said it's definitely connected. Okay. Although, I don't know. It just seems kind of weird. It would, it would be super weird if mm-hmm. on the same night, she goes missing and completely unrelated, one of their trucks is stolen. That would be the odds of that, especially her being on the computer at the place, on the yeah. Property. That's that's already a little bit fucking I yeah. So odds are that's connected, but I guess they can't officially say. Um, there's nothing as far as any fingerprint evidence that has been discussed or mentioned or anything like that. So I don't know if that's something they're keeping close to the chest or if there really wasn't much that was done in terms of trying to investigate. Right. And I mean, and and sometimes even if they're thorough with the investigation, um, that stuff just doesn't turn up. You know what I mean? Like sometimes it's like smudged. It might be smudged. It might be, you know, there's so many fingerprints. I mean, it's a fucking auto body shop. I'm sure everyone's running around slapping everything with like greased up hands. I don't, know if that's what some one of the things that they do but it's one of the things i suspect everything with greased up hands yes also it's i don't want to say it's a small town because i'm sure it's one of the larger cities in idaho probably it's one that i know of so i'm assuming there's a decent amount of people there so i don't know the amount of manpower they would they would have or staff they would have to really do an investigation like that yeah that's fair On, on a truck And it's 2001. So here we go with, I think this is the only suspect that has ever been considered. Okay. So um, his name is Keith Glenn. Oh, Keith Glenn Hescock. Hmm? Sorry, I didn't put... Hescock. Is that... That's okay. Wait, so... So that is his last name, correct? Mm -hmm. You're not saying Keith Glenn... Has cock. <laughs> you were saying Keith Glenn has cock. It's H E S. Has cock. He's his his yeah. his. Hey, he's his he's cock. cock. He's cock. <laughs> okay, got it. So this is one individual that has been considered possible suspect for this case. His name is funny, but his actions are truly deplorable for many reasons. So he is possibly linked to another case, and that is the vanishing or the disappearance of a nine-year-old girl. Oh. Not cool. Way beyond not cool. 
a nine-year-old. Mm. Yeah, you don't like that. Yeah, no. Don't like that at all. It, it takes a really oxygen-wasting type of individual. It does. So, which may or may not be him, but the details ain't looking too great. So, not only has this person possibly kidnapped, I almost said, like, disappeared. He disappeared a person. That's not how that works. I mean, for magicians so, it is. Yeah, you're right. That's fair. That's not what he The is. Great Hascock. The Great Hascock? Yeah, that would be his magician name, potentially. Sure. So, okay. <laughs> We're getting distracted. Yep. So there's obviously Amber, who's gone missing. Possibly at the hands of a guy with a really stupid name. Moving on. Also, a nine-year-old went missing. May or may not be related. There's a third. Okay. Jesus. Yes. So this other instance involved a 14-year-old girl that managed to escape. Yeah, girl. Correct. I'm so proud of her. I hope she's happy. I hope she's doing well. So, in this case, Keith was a friend of the family of that 14-year-old girl. Mm. So, really fucking stupid. Like, it's not cool to do that. It's really fucked up. But when you know those people, that that's at a whole nother level of what the fuck yeah. is wrong with you. Yeah. Like, you're connected enough that you should really have some type of emotion about this. And, like, not to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But a lot, I mean, it's so fucked up. A lot up. more than normal. I mean, you you should, yes. But. Because you could be disconnected if you don't know the person and it's not okay. It's really fucked up. But, but even still, a lot of times, like, it's, it's because they have that trust mm-hmm. of being that yeah. family friend or whatever. They're like. Hey, you know, come on, hop in my truck, let's go for a ride. And you're never fucking seen again. Keith uh, had that poor girl chained to a bed, but luckily when he was at work, she escaped. Holy shit. Yeah. 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 That is way more concrete than I expected. Yep. They attempted to arrest him after she escaped and let the authorities know. There was a high-speed chase and, you know, a very heroic suicide. Oh, he offed himself? Yep. Oh, that's lame. That was in uh, 2002, I believe, is when that happened because um, that is, that's when he died and that's when they started considering him for Amber's case, which was, you know, the year before. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, what a sketch motherfucker. He offed himself, which is stupid, cowardly, what have you. Um, He shot an officer during that whole altercation, which happens. It's not cool. He also killed a police dog. Oh, what a dick. Yeah. So if you didn't think he was a monster, which I'm pretty sure everyone thought he was, it's just a whole new level also. Yeah. Just, it just makes me sound bad. What a piece of shit. All around, just not great. And that, it was like a 40-mile police chase. I don't know if that's impressive or not. It feels like a good amount of distance. So, I mean, you have to figure, if you're doing 
if if you're going high speed, right? Um, mm. sixty miles an hour. Yeah. That you said forty hours or forty miles, so that's forty minutes, right? Forty hours. Calculate how far he, he went. went. He might. It might have been forty minutes. It might have been way longer than that. Um. Yeah. That's. Oh fuck. That's crazy. I think forty minutes would be impressive, but also I'm pretty sure he would have been if it's a chase. He's going pretty fast, so it's probably not that impressive. Maybe twenty minutes. Yeah. I mean. Which is still a good amount of time, though. I think. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's still. How long was OJ's chase? That's what I need. To I don't know. The fucking still going after him. Guilty motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to be on our podcast, please, please, OJ. I want the exclusive. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know how he would turn down. Did you? As our first tweet from the podcast directed at him. Yeah. Thanks, thanks, bud. I'm I'm a journalist an investigative journalist and I was looking for the scoop. You know what's did we ever talk about uh there's no reason to talk about that. I'm just getting us way off topic. Never mind. You can't do that to me. You know that doesn't Do we ever talk about uh the whole Jeffrey Tubin thing? Cuz Jeffrey Tubin wrote like books about OJ when all that shit originally went down. And then I believe in 2020, when all of the Zoom meetings were virtual, Jeffrey Tubin was on a like newscast with people, and once it ended, he did not turn off his camera, and he began to manually stimulate himself. And uh, OJ thought that was pretty funny, which it, it is, that's... That's funny. <laughs> so me and OJ at least think one thing is funny. So, I mean, we have stuff in common. Come come on the pod. Juice! All right, you can continue. My apologies. <clears throat> Sorry, I just had to clean my mouth out after I threw up in it. So, uh, let's see. Oh, another fact. In addition to that whole cheese, he also knew Amber's family. Oh. Yeah, so... He uh, previously worked at that very auto body shop for two years. Oh, boy. Oh, I'm sorry, not for two years. I don't know how long he worked there. He had quit two years earlier. So oh, okay. 1999. He heard about Y2K and was like, nah, left. You got computers yeah. here. Shit ain't safe. Not safe. Y2K, baby. Turns out he's not safe. So. Nope. Yes. All right. So immediately they're like, he might have done it. You know, they they obviously had vibes from him. They There was something they didn't like about him already because probably his mannerisms, he was probably a little off as they are sometimes. Also, Keith had a bit of a grudge against the, uh, the family. They don't say why. Damn it. I don't know if he was fired because it said he quit. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. They don't, yeah, they don't give any details. And then they also say that right before Amber vanished, uh, Keith had made a threat towards Norris, her grandfather. Oh, shit. So that's only slightly concerning. And timing isn't at all, you know, suspicious. Right. 
So right or wrong, their gut was immediately saying he's the one that did something. He did something. We don't know what he did, but he is the one that, you know, is the cause of yeah. this. So he had an alibi and they didn't really push it. They didn't really go much into investigating until after he died, you know, and all these other details came out. Oh, okay. So they didn't really pursue it while it was fresh. I don't like the way you phrased that. Correct. My apologies. They didn't pursue yeah. it during the first 48. Right. Yes, exactly. Thank you. Got it. And then, so just a side note, the other girl's name is Stephanie Crane, the nine-year-old that went missing. She was, I think it was, I think it's Chalice or Chalice in Idaho. There's a neighbor of Keith that said that he went hunting in that city or that town the same weekend, week, the same time mm-hmm. that Stephanie Crane, the nine-year-old, vanished. Oh, it was definitely that guy. Allegedly. Allegedly, but it was. So I'm going to see if I can cover that case next. Um, I have just a few things left, but circling back to Amber, all her possessions were at the house um, that she shared with her grandparents. Her paycheck was there. I mean, we all can feel that it's, you know, definitely something's Yeah, it's foul play. It doesn't read as like... I feel like people who run away try and cover their tracks at least a little bit you know what i mean right. like i as silly as that sounds i don't feel like she'd leave the tv on i don't feel like she'd leave the door unlocked i don't feel like she'd leave the computer on you want to if you're if you're right. trying to run away you're gonna want to lead you know what i mean you're you're gonna want a head start you're not gonna leave like a fucking breadcrumb trail right oh that's so frustrating like I said, her paycheck was still there, uncashed, only because Andre from the previous case that I did didn't find it. So, there's that. Mm-mm-mm. I'm sure he's looking for it, but he ain't find it yet. So, Amber's relatives described her as kind of socially withdrawn, had limited friends, was very close to her family. I can relate to that. I have very few friends that I consider to be really, really close, you know. A couple people, uh, not Cody. I was going to say, are any of them here? Mm, no. No? All right, so, fair enough. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, just kidding. Got it loud and clear. Cody and I, yeah, not when you're doing that shit. So uh, she regularly went to church. She loved creative writing, photography, piano, singing. Uh, post-graduation from high school, she was a nanny to two children. She was heavily considering going to culinary school, which... I don't know why it makes me so excited to hear if people are going to culinary school. It does, though. Even if I don't know them. It, it right? gets me hyped up every time. I'm like, fuck yeah. Food just makes me so excited. So it's just something about it where I'm just like, oh, God, that is just one of the coolest things you could tell me. Yeah. Is that you were going to professionally. Hmm, what is the word? Cultivate? No. Cook. Design? Yeah, no, no, no. I'm looking for like a better word. But it's cook. The word is oh, you're, the word you're looking for is cook. <laughs> I know that, but I wanted to do something different. Gonna professionally create food through the process of cooking. <laughs> yep. Shut up. The fuck. Um. What? What just happened? Nothing. I'm just like, why do you what do you have an aversion what? to saying cook? The fact that you keep saying it makes me want to say it less. I mean, that's fair. 
It's just me as a personality. So, um, the city where Amber lived and where she vanished, they dedicate September 14th as the Idaho Falls Missing Persons Day. So, Aww. all the people that have gone missing, they use that day to remember them. So, I thought that was really, really sweet. Uh, her case obviously remains unsolved. And you can contact the Bonneville County Sheriff at 208-529-1200 if anything in this case sounds familiar or you have anything to help them. Damn. That's my case. That's terrible. Yeah, I, I never like talking about cases that involve, you know, younger people especially especially when it's a nine-year-old I do that's I, super fucked yeah i don't want to hear about that but like just i mean just to hear I that it's gonna say that's next week's case but okay. i mean that, that's fine go for it i'll still uh be here listening and responding so thank you guys so much for listening to us giving us another chance considering you know we were off air for a while we really do appreciate it. Stop it. I'm, They're not stupid. I'm gaslighting Tony. the fuck they out know. of all of you. Two weeks, baby. These are not two. These are not two-year-olds. Who do you think you are tricking? Come down here. I have a present. And then the person comes down, and Ew. you don't have a present. That did sound very creepy. I apologize. Uh, I did not like that at all. All I, all I, I don't know why, but all I could think about was Dwight trying to get Michael off the top of the building. And then they're like, we have, a, we have a gift for you. What is it? I can't tell you. That'll ruin the surprise. You don't really have a gift. I don't know, Michael. I don't see anything in her hands. But... Is that when he calls him an ignorant slut? Yeah, of course it is. Okay. I, it's been a long time since I've seen it. Um, not that it's okay to call people sluts. It, use it to empower I mean, people. It's... Yeah, you're right. Correct. Yeah, um, you get it, slot. No, I'm gonna cut that. Yeah, so, get it, slot. This is one of the worst things I think I've ever heard. What accent is that? Wouldn't you like to know, <laughs> <You> slot? <laughs> That's my new catchphrase. Wouldn't you like to know, slot? Zero downloads. <laughs> Zero. Whatever, I do this for me. Mm, great. Having said that, okay. if we ever get to the point where we are successful, maybe we can tour a little... In our hearts. In our hearts. Maybe we can tour a little bit, take the show on the road, and so help me God, you know, that first stop, Idaho. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Idaho. If anyone knows of an actual town called that that could vindicate me i would greatly appreciate it but you guys know where to find us dear friends dead ends pod on instagram dear friends dead ends at gmail if you want to send us any tidbits dumb shit you want to let me know about cody that i can blackmail blackmail him with later no nah, i put it all out there and i'm pretty sure i would already know it so find me on OnlyFans. Uh, a raccoon held my nipples. I think, I think, <laughs> I, I think that. that was the joke back in the day. Yeah, it was back in the day. Yeah. Back in my day. There was that. Um, and then, uh, if anyone wants anything that Cody's cheeks have touched, 
Uh, He's going to ask way more money than it's worth. I'll do it for free if you just send it to me. If you if you mail me something, oh God. I'll rub my ass on it and mail it back. <laughs> Christ, this is going in a direction that's not great. So this is episode 37. I don't know how much you guys regret listening to it, but we certainly enjoyed recording it from Idaho. Idaho. All right. What's the next move? Yep. Wouldn't you like to know, slut? Bye. <laughs> oh, thank you guys so much for listening to our stupidity over and over again. I don't think I forgot to mention anything, uh, but if you do find any headlines, feel free to DM us um, on Dear Friends Dead Ends Pod on Instagram and let us know. Thank you guys so, so much. It's really fun getting back at it again. It's uh, really, we feel quite lucky that people are still welcoming us back. I don't know what I just said. Welcoming us back. All right. Bye guys.